Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting. And this happened the other day in Chicago. A guy by the name of Andrew Moran. He tried to carjack a woman's Audi A3 at gunpoint saying, hey, I need the car or else I'm going to get killed. But his plan failed because, oh my gosh, he didn't know how to drive a stick shift. That's right. He fled the scene with the victim's car keys, which had an Apple AirTag attached to them. So this way, the police were able to track him down using the Find My app. And they actually intercepted him on an inbound train at the Addison station. They arrested him. Now, the victim's keys were found on the train car, and he was charged with hijacking an aggravated battery of police officers because he also spit on an officer's face and kicked some other cops. So... The lesson here is twofold. First, if you're planning on stealing a car with a manual transmission, just make sure you know how to drive a stick shift. And secondly, if you're going to flee the scene with stolen keys, make sure they don't have an air tag attached to them. Wow, I'll tell you. And on that happy note, welcome to the nation's largest award-winning show about all things digital. I'm America's digital goddess, Kim Commando, of course, with you. And just remember, tech is not your friend, but I am. Hey, listen, I know you have at least a few questions that I can lend a hand to, and that's why our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to come on a big-time podcast and show, I get that. Just drop me your questions over on the website. It's an old-school way, not on social, commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. All right, every single day, I drop by at least 30 different websites to make sure that I'm up to date about all things digital, and so are you. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about the top five news stories that are happening. And we begin by talking about, yes, TikTok. The hearings took place in Washington, and both sides of the aisle, they want TikTok's parent company, ByteDance in Beijing, to be sold to an American company or to be shut down. Now, a lot of people are wondering, like, what is the big deal about TikTok? You know, and I noticed that a lot of folks are so focused on kids. And I think that's really important that we control the content and we moderate the content that the kids see on TikTok. But I'll tell you what I'm most concerned about, all the data tracking, right? I'm talking about all the millions of phones, actually 150 million phones throughout the United States are using TikTok right now. And they're getting everything, anything that you do on your phone. So just imagine this. This is my fear, is that we have 150 million Americans using TikTok. Imagine if communist China just wanted to drop down some deep fakes about something happening that didn't happen. It would cause an entire chaotic scene throughout all states. It would be a nightmare. So I want you to take TikTok off of your phones. Now, over at commando.com, we have the exact steps to do that. Now, here's a hint. If you have TikTok on your primary phone or tablet, you just really need to reset the device to get it totally removed. All right, moving on to number two on our list of five things, ghost jobs and dishonest employers. Graduations are just a weeks away, but there's a mystery in today's job market. You find a job posting online, you apply. Weeks later, nothing. But the ad stays online unchanged for months. And then if you ask, the company says, mm, we're not really hiring at all. The Wall Street Journal calls these ghost jobs. And more than 25% of all American companies readily admit that many online postings are not real. So why do this? Half say they keep the ads up to give the impression that the company's growing. Another third keep the listings up to just placate overworked employees. 
Now, some are stalking a pool of ready applicants should employee quit. Now, all of this is misleading, dishonest. So if a company is willing to lie during hiring, would you really, truly want to work for them? But seriously, maybe these companies with ghost jobs are just going through things. Yeah. All right. Number three on our list, AI legal advisor sued because doesn't have a license. Now, you may have heard that AI chatbots can easily pass the bar exam. But here's what happens if you use one to actually practice law. Now, there's this website, Do Not Pay. It's been around for many years. They sell subscriptions for legal services to advise you on workplace rights, fighting traffic, parking tickets, suing airlines when a flight is delayed. But now a former client, Jonathan Farad in San Francisco, he's suing Do Not Pay because he's saying that the AI service is providing legal services for a monthly fee to unsuspecting clients without a law license. Now, the founders of Do Not Pay say, this is all hogwash. And while this is one case to watch, you don't need AI to predict that Do Not Pay is actually going to lose this one. And you know what the old saying, you know what this is? What's the difference between a good lawyer and a great lawyer? What's the difference between a good lawyer and a great lawyer? Well, a good lawyer knows the law. A great lawyer knows the judge. All right, number four on our list, AI is coming to email online meetings and a whole bunch more. Now, there's no question that we are witnessing this very pivotal moment with the arrival of artificial intelligence. Since the unveiling of ChatGPT, Google has been in a fight for its life. So here's Google's plan for survival, other than just coming out with BARD. You see, ChatGPT's threat to Google's relevance has been so severe that the founders have been called back from retirement and the staff is just working around the clock. So here's what they've come up with. Gmail is going to start soon providing instant summaries of these long, complex emails. Thank you very much. I hate long emails. Oh, I always tell folks, if it's more than like three sentences, you should just pick up the phone and call me. Anyway, both Gmail and Google Docs will add a help me write feature too. Just type what you want to write about, like a job posting or a company memo, and AI will just do all the rest. Now, if you use Google Chat, AI will take notes during meetings and then document the most important points. But let me tell you, Google is not alone in this battle. Every single thing that Google has thought of, Microsoft is busy implementing too. It's bringing similar AI features to the formerly boring Bing search site. And AI is coming to Outlook email, Microsoft Word, and PowerPoint, and Sheets, and a whole bunch more. And who's going to win is really just anyone's guess. And finally, this, coming in at number five, do you have a DJI drone? Now, here's what you need to know. There's a major security issue that could get you into real trouble. The latest DJI drones are easier than ever to fly. That's right. Now, most of the skills necessary to take off and land, which is, by the way, the hardest part of any flight, is now built into the drone software. It's super easy. But a German researcher discovered that the DJI Mini 2, the DJI Air 2, and the DJI Mavic 2 drones are susceptible to what's called fuzzing. I know, that's a real technical term, fuzzing. Well, anyway, that's when someone floods the drone with random commands, and it can cause the drone to crash or to fly in prohibited areas, which, by the way, is totally bad, right? So these DJI radio commands are not encrypted. That's the problem. And then they can be easily spoofed or jammed. So no matter what, you're still responsible for whatever your drone does. So there are big fines for flying into prohibitive airspace. And if your drone causes damage or maybe it injures someone, you could be sued. 
So your best defense is to update the drone software right now using the free DJI Fly app before you ever fly again. Uh, speaking of drones, you know, Amazon has been saying for so many years, yes, we're going to have these delivery drones. They're coming, they're coming, they're coming. And I just saw a report the other day that said, now Amazon's delivery drones are going to be uh, happening in just a few months. What happened to like next day delivery? That's what I'd like to know. All right, coming up in this show, I'll tell you, it's springtime. Ah, oh, you can just feel it, right? Isn't it great? Well, we're going to talk about how you can spring clean up the right way and delete some apps. We've got some ways that you see an image online to know if it's real or it's AI or it's Photoshop. We're going to be talking about some free alternatives to Microsoft Word. And maybe we're going to squeeze in a tip about how you can get paid for online jury duty on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And as a reminder, you can always drop me your question right on the website. That's commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. Now, I have to tell you about something big that's really coming down over at commando.com. I'm talking about our email newsletters. Here's a little fun fact. I have been sending email newsletters since the year, oh gosh, this makes me feel so old, 1995. Wow. And right now we're sending over 20 million email newsletters every single month. Now you may be subscribed. And if you're not, make sure that you do subscribe. But if you are subscribed, I just want to give you a heads up that they're changing and we're going to be, yes, 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 yes. You're going to love this. Less ads and more meat in all the newsletters you asked and now we're delivering. So head over to commando.com slash subscribe and make sure that you sign up right now. And if you do see some changes, just know, nope, we didn't get hacked. We're making things bigger and better for 2023 for all of our subscribers. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. So I ran across this news story the other day and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I just wanted to know so much more about it. Well, let me just give you the gist of it. Okay. There's a woman by the name of Jill Vandebeer and she has a nephew by the name of Gabriel France. Well, there's this whole cyberbullying trauma-rama taking place on Facebook. And Jill goes and reports the cyberbullying that's happening in this Facebook group to Facebook. And guess what Facebook does? <laughs> I know, you're shocked. They did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So here to tell us more about the story is Jill herself. Hello, Jill. Thanks for being here. So first, tell me a little bit about your nephew. Um, my nephew, Gabe, he is 21 years old. He has autism. He's hearing impaired and he has some cognitive disabilities. Um, he's a huge train enthusiast. Like, is he? Yes. He loves trains. He has loved trains since he's probably about three, four years old. Um, his hobby I'm going to ask you that. Yeah, probably a little. His hobby is to go train watching. So when he was a, when he was a real little guy, did he like Thomas the Tank Engine? Yes, he did, and actually, it was my son who got him hooked on Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's pretty awesome! So trains, so Gabe loves trains. Correct. Okay. So, and he has a Facebook account, correct? Yes. Okay, so how did this all start? So he, from what I, the gist of the story is that Gabe started posting about his love of trains. And then there were trolls that were taking advantage of his posts and of his mental acuity. Is that it? Yes. So what happened is there's this whole community called the Rail Fans. And these Rail Fans, they create Facebook pages, they create YouTube videos. 
Um, and on one of his real fan pages, we'll say, um, he was posting some, you know, of his videos, like all of his different videos and his pictures that he has taken. And one of the things that these real fans do is they like report on the train itself. Like it's a CN engine 3381. Um, it's in this town, <laughs> it's going at this time. And they, so they tell all the details about these trains. And so what you was- know, I, you know, I have to tell you, Jill, I, I never knew that such a really enthusiastic group even existed. I don't know why, but I'm sure there, there are tons of folks that are into trains. Oh yes. And it ranges because, um, a lot of children with autism have obsessions with, um, trains, planes, automobiles, they have um, sensory issues too. So um, like he being that he's hearing impaired, one of his best favorite things is to go to a particular location because it echoes the train. So it makes it able oh, for him wow. to hear better. Um, so it's- That makes sense, that's awesome. Yes, so it's very sensory driven. Um, so anyways, the, so he created this rail fan page and so these rail fans, what they did was they friended him on his personal page then. Well, because he has his hearing impairment and cognitive issues, what happened was um, he uses his Facebook page as almost like a venting place. So these kids were taking his post that he was venting on his personal page created this whole group just to mock him and they were posting on okay. it why, why would why would people want to even do that i mean are we talking about kids are we talking about adults you'll be surprised kim it was adults and kids so we saw kids that had special abilities themselves we saw adults in there this was the kicker we saw grown men that were conductors and engineers in this group. And they were making fun of them? They were participating too. Oh, you know, that just, that just hurts my heart. Yeah. Um, Cause I have a special place for kids that, like you said, have special abilities. Um, my sister is a doctor and she has a school in Southern California, Jill, where it's one child for one student. Oh wow! So if the kid's autistic, that's so it's really an amazing program. Yeah. Uh, and she and she has I don't know probably maybe 70, 80 students right now, and so when I go down there, I can see a difference that she makes. Like, like for example, uh, a child by the name of Josh, and when she first got this child, he was seven, and now he's eighteen. And you know what? He just graduated high school. Oh, and when, she, yeah, and when she got him, uh, that he couldn't speak, and he never even said "I love you" to mom and dad. And I don't know if a lot of people realize the the limitations that's on the child, but also how it affects the entire family, right? Yes. Um, so how how did you find out that this was going on? So again, like I told you, my son, my son is a train lover too. <laughs> He was watching videos on YouTube about trains, about this another individual who has special needs, who was going and flipping the track that would change the direction of which the train would go on. So he was switching, it was called the switch. So he would change these switches. Well, okay. on his YouTube, it directed him to go to this Facebook page 
that was making fun of this particular individual. Well, on Facebook, what they do is when you get to the group, it gives you suggested groups. So once he got to that other group, it suggested the page about my nephew. And that's how we found it. And then did you try to report this all happening to Facebook? We reported it to Facebook multiple, multiple times. We just kept getting a bounce back. You know, it's that automated response that says it doesn't go against community standards. Um, One of their community Mm -hmm. standards is harassment. So this is a harassing page against a special needs student. And it didn't go against their community standards, which was very disappointing. Okay, Jill, we need to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to know more about how you were able to act like a ninja to take this Facebook group down. Uh, Just an update. A few weeks ago, I talked about how you can get paid for online jury duty. A lot of folks wrote in and said, you know, what is the website where we can get to that? Well, it's onlineverdict.com. It conducts these mock trials to let litigators practice and see how the jurors would rule. Now, the attorneys present the case, and then you get to be the judge. Now, the best part of all is you can do it from home. You go through the facts, you read the information, you make a ruling. Now, there's no right or wrong answer either. So you can pick whichever way that you like, and you still get paid for your time. It's a lot of fun. Now, it only takes 20 minutes or maybe to an hour But the best part is you can earn real money, up to $60 per case, which is a bit shabby for the amount of time that you're putting in. So once again, that website, in case you missed it, it's onlineverdict.com, onlineverdict.com. Hey, we're going to pick up with our conversation with Jill and also talk about spring cleaning on your phone and more phone calls on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Hey, if you're just joining us, we're talking to a woman who complained to Facebook about a bullying group. And surprise, surprise to no one, Facebook did absolutely nothing. So Jill turned into Mama Bear to take it down. See, the thing that I love about you, Jill, is you did not take this sitting down. You're like, (laughs) I am a crusader. I am going to go shut this down. And the way that you did it, I have to tell you, I am so incredibly proud of you. So you have to tell everybody how you got this shut down, because this is a story that I don't think a lot of people would think would even be feasible, because somebody would have to find out that this was going on. But no, you did it. You did it. So tell us. Um, So initially what I started when we first found it is I reached out to all my Facebook friends and community and said, hey, help me out. We need to report this. Hopefully the more people we get to report it they'll listen got nowhere with it so we did some pi investigating into the admins and was able to track down to find out that these were kids the at least the two admins on this particular page were two um, individuals that were teenagers and got a hold of their parents did you actually speak to any of the parents yes and were they aware that anything was going on or this was just a total shocker to it, them? It, they were the both parents, one of the parents, their son was special needs as well. The other parent, um, she was absolutely horrified. And then her son thought he would be smart and make the group private. So when you search it, you can't see it. It wasn't. We were still in there. <laughs> So we went back to her and said, hey, it's it's still out there. He just hid it from you. And uh, so mm-hmm. she was able to help us out on that one. But um, once the admins jumped off, the kids got so scared, they jumped off. 
I created an alias and was able, because by this point they knocked me out of the group, created an alias and uh, went back in and asked to rejoin. And right then I was able to take control because then it allows you, because once an admin jumps off, it, they abandon a page and you can take over as an admin. So once they had been, wow, that yeah. must have been an incredible feeling when you realized what was going down at that point, huh? Yes, it was. It was like, it still just makes me excited. And like, I was very proud that it took everyone, I say my Gabe's army to do this. Now, what is your, does your, does your nephew understand everything that just went down? He didn't at first. All he understands is people were bullying him. Um, he mm -hmm. doesn't understand to the extent and what they were doing and how they were doing it because, he, you know, he, he's just one of those people that if you want to be his, your, his friend, he's going to talk to you and be your friend. You know, he wants friends, you know, and it's people that have similar interests because they're all real fans. So he got taken advantage of unfortunately. So if any, if somebody's watching or listening right now, Jill, um, and a similar situation is happening like this, maybe not everybody could go in and be an admin and remove the group like you did, <laughs> which was, let me tell you, that's like so phenomenal. Um, what advice would you have them having this firsthand experience? First thing first is I would, you know, reach out to the group, you know, because like I said, a lot of these guys were kids, but unfortunately some were adults. Um, don't back down to these bullies. Do not back down to bullies. Don't let them kick you out of the group when they do. Make an alias like I did. You know, keep fighting for what's right. You know, that's a great line. Keep fighting for what's right. Just keep fighting for what's right. And, you know, maybe someday Facebook, we will actually have a customer service number for them. Right? <laughs> you know, it's just... <laughs> I know. It just always astounds me that imagine, Jill, for just a second, like this was Ford okay, or General Motors or American Airlines and things were happening and you had no way to contact anybody whatsoever. OK, we wouldn't put up with this. But, you know, now we have Facebook coming out with a paid program that does include a, a customer service number. But anyway, here and over there. Thanks for uh, joining us. And I'm so proud of you for thank what you me. did. That's pretty awesome. And give give Gabe a, a big hug from me. OK, thank you. And thank you for having me and sharing our story. So let's talk about some signs that you should be on the lookout for in case your child is being bullied on social media. Number one, emotional changes. Okay, Are they suddenly becoming more irritable or anxious or depressed? Do they seem withdrawn or upset after using their social media accounts? Um, any changes in behavior? Are they getting more secretive about what they're doing online? Are they getting a negative self-image? Okay. Uh, they are seeming to lack confidence in things. Their grades change. They suddenly are isolated. Uh, maybe their sleep patterns are changing. And the big thing is, is that if you have a kid on social media, you need to have constant communication, okay? Eye contact. Let's see what's going on. Show me your social media. Be my friend on social media so that this way you can really, really see what's going on. Because cyberbullying is real. It's just like bullying in the real world, but it's actually worse. Because in the real world, those bullies can go away. But on social media, they just continue to stay there and they continue to be a nuisance minute after minute, hour after hour. All right, spring is officially here. So now it's time for you to delete all the apps on your phone to keep it fast and safe.
Now, your phone carries many of the same problems with your PC or Mac when it comes to bloatware, pre-installed apps, and other junk. And so the first thing that I like you to do is to scroll through all your apps and then figure out which ones that you rarely use or even you don't use. Now, your phone can help you out if you're not sure where to start because you can get a detailed view of your app's activity and which ones that you use the most. It's in your settings, and you're going to select screen time and then see all activity. And then you can also see how much data that your apps are using by going to settings and cellular. Now, if you're on Android, you want to go to settings and digital well-being and then nosy around in there. Now, if it's not funny anymore, just get rid of it. I mean, when was the last time that you played Fruit Ninja or Candy Crush? Okay. If you haven't opened a game in a few months, you're probably not going to use it again. And games take up space and store data such as profiles right on your device. Now, you can also drop the free antivirus apps because they don't do anything, right? And what about the apps that don't get updates often? Well, they need to go too. The developers may have given up on it or they're just busy with other projects. So what I want you to do is delete your accounts before, though, the apps. Because many apps contain your personal information. That's why getting rid of the apps that you're not using is crucial, but it's also going to help you protect your data. So there's a website. It's called justdelete.me, and it has links to pages that you need to remove yourself from a site or an app. So again, what I want you to do is make sure that you delete your account before you delete the app. And just keep in mind that if you want it back, you can always download it again and start from scratch. Now, if you need some steps, because I kind of blew through them very quickly here on the show on the podcast, I get that. Just head over to commando.com and search for delete apps the right way. And I'm sure that post will pop up with all the step-by-step directions that you need. All right, still to come, we have four ways to know if it's real AI or Photoshop and more of your phone calls on the Kim Commando Today podcast. All right, let's go back to our phone calls with Dale in Austin, Texas. Hi, Kim. I'd really like to thank you for what you do. We're we're also retired, and my wife and I are no longer banging away at a keyboard every day. And there's there's been so many advances, and it's just very difficult to keep up with it when when you're not actually working for a living. Um, but I do have a question. I'll hey, let me tell you something. Yeah. You know, Dale, let me tell you something. I work for a living, and sometimes it's hard for me to keep up. Okay, <laughs> it's just like you know. I mean, so I don't want to. I don't want you to sit there and think you're alone in this world, okay, buddy? Because I'm there right beside you, and I'm I'm doing it every single day. I visit at least thirty different websites just to make sure I'm up to date. It's uh, it's actually mind blowing when you think about it on all the changes that we all are experiencing and have experienced in our everyday lives over you know the last twenty twenty five years. It's it's crazy, and and that brings it around to my question in that some of the changes have been fairly adverse with power outages and 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 I'm kind of the guy you saw walking out of Sam's with all the toilet paper. Uh, I, I like to be I like <laughs> to be prepared. So I'm looking for a way that is obviously secure to print contacts from an iPhone without the need of using a computer, something very easy and quick. Uh, It's surprising as I talk to my family members and friends, you know, do you know your wife's phone number? Do you know your son's phone number? 
And the answer is generally no, because they're so used to dialing by name. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you remember your first phone number? I do. You know what? So do I. I absolutely do. <laughs> Why did we remember that? I'm not sure, but you're right. I mean, sometimes I'll sit, I'll say, "What's what's your sister's phone number?" I'm like, I don't know. I just say, "Call Dr. Davidson," and she pops up. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, so there's an app. Yeah, there's an app for everything. Uh, if you're on, uh, are you using iPhone? Is that what you said? You're on an iPhone? Yes, all iPhones. Uh, it's called Export Contacts Pro. Okay, we'll send you a link to it so you make sure that you get the right one. And what it's going to do okay. is export all your contacts to a CSV file. And then once you have the CSV file, uh, you can just go ahead and open that up inside of a spreadsheet whatever it may be, and then you have all your contacts and you can arrange them and you can print them. And uh, and this way, in the event of the zombie apocalypse and you need to call somebody, <laughs> you can say, oh, look, there's their phone number and there's their name. And now we can get a hold of everybody. Hey, Dale, thank you for your call. Uh, once again, that's Export Contacts Pro on your iPhone. If you're on Android, by the way, you want to do the same thing. It's called Contacts Backup. Oh, this is so great because I have a chance to squeeze in one more phone call right now. I love talking to you guys and gals. Uh, Mary in Austin, Texas. I work in a nursing home, and we have a lot of data that we have to put into the computer each shift. Only thing mm -hmm. is, it's not something you can really sit down and do without interruptions. We have constant and lots of interruptions. So every time we get interrupted, it stops. It, it logs you off. And then when you try to work on it again, you have to go and log in again. Someone said that they heard of a thing that you could either put on your mouse or put the mouse on that wiggled it and made it think you were working so mm -hmm. that it wouldn't go off. <laughs> and then when you were ready to go back, you could just pick it up and go back to work. And um, everybody that I've asked has said, and I've never heard of that. And, and I was wondering if you had heard of anything like that and if there was any way I could find one. You know what? It's a cute question, Mary. It really is. Um, they're called mouse jigglers, mouse jigglers. And they've, be, yeah, they've become very, very, I guess you'd say, controversial since the whole work at home movement when the pandemic hit because a lot of folks are using them when they're working from home. And they move the mouse around. These are little contraptions that move the mouse. So it looks like you're working when you're really not. Uh, there are two types. One is that you plug into a USB port. And then there's also a software program that you can install on your computer. But the one that I'm thinking about that just might be perfect for you is this, uh, this little box that you put your mouse on top of. And it moves around. And so that this way, it looks like your mouse is moving. And they're about 25 bucks. Okay. And I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, uh, we're going to send you a link to one that you can purchase over on Amazon, and you will now be a, a mouse jiggler. You should put that on your resume from now on. I'm a mouse jiggler. What do you think, Mary? Yeah. Well, that would be wonderful. This actually helps me do my work because yes. uh, every time you have to sign in again takes another five minutes. Well, if it's taking you five minutes to sign into your computer, you need that to get fixed, too, because you don't want to ha that to happen. Again, they're called mouse jigglers. We have uh, some links to some over at commando.com. But, Mary, you hang on the line, and we're going to put you on hold and uh, make sure that we send you one right away.
You know, I read a report the other day that said that remote workers are only truly working one third of the time. Like, what was up with that? But I started thinking about this, and especially now with this mouse jiggler. I don't know, Mary. I'm not sure if it's a really bright idea to use a mouse jiggler on a HIPAA-controlled computer that's filled with all kinds of people's very personal medical data, mouse jigglers. Who would have ever thought that that there would be a time when we need to actually like pretend that we're working because that's what folks are using remotely? Or now, in this case, Mary, do you just think it's just too hard to log in and log out all the time? Now, if your computer is that slow, I might suggest also that you talk to your IT department and say, what the heck is going on? Hey, so whether you're on Mac or Windows, we have a free guide just for you. It goes through some tips, tricks, and secrets and some safe downloads. And you can get it absolutely free. It's my thank you to you for being a longtime listener of the Kim Commando Show. Or even if you're a first-time listener, we're so glad that you're here. Head over to commando.com slash free guides. Once again, that's commando.com slash free guides. All right, have you ever wondered how models and celebrities always look so fantastic online? Well, the answer here is, yes, Photoshop. Now, studies show that scrolling on Instagram leads to a greater judgment of your own body. Of course it does. But you have to know, I'm sure you do, that most images of celebs and models, well, they're altered. And there are some ways that you can tell. Uh, Number one, this is kind of a crazy one, but celebrities often Photoshop their armpits. That's right, because it's difficult to truly remove any dark stubble underneath there. Uh, Another trick is they leave a little wrinkle. It makes the photo look more natural, detracts from the other stuff that may have been manipulated. Uh, Next, there are patterns in the picture. If it looks like the same bit of skin is in different spots of a photograph, that's probably because it is. And also, inspect the background. Does it look a little warped? That's because celebrities push certain parts of an image to look thinner. Like, for example, uh, the other Kim, not me, Kim Kardashian, usually pushes in the muscles around her shoulders. And speaking of AI, always looks like cross-eyed or hands that go in the wrong place or even hands that only have four fingers. Yes, that truly happens and people post it. Hey, do me a favor. If you laughed, if you learned just one thing, make sure that you tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show. And just a reminder, you can find us wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Commando with a K. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.